Okay, so what I'm about to share with you today is one of the most profound truths regarding how to attract wealth, how to attract money into our lives, for manifesting our very best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, I'm Stephen Kenyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure of attracting and manifesting our best lives. If you'd like to send an email, send it to kineticbelieve at stephencanyon.com. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Hello, Miss Maggie. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. You appear to be drenched in positivity today. I am. Soaked. I wish everybody could see you dancing around in your chair to the opening. <laughs> I always dance to that open. I <laughs> well, can't need help to see it. it. Such a good I'm beat. I'm going to turn the camera on. Such a good beat. You know, that is one of the 10,000 things that I absolutely love about you. Oh You're one goodness. of the most positive people I have ever had the privilege of knowing. <laughs> And that's true, day Aww, in and day that's out. That's nice of you to say that. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you're just always, always uh, shining, oh, always glowing. I had to stir it up this morning. I had to do some jumping jacks and just oh, wake up. And you choose it, right? You do oh, it on purpose. Always, always. I mean, that would be nice. That would be nice just to pop out of bed in the morning like you're, you know, in a Disney movie with the birds talking to you. Right? And... Well, it's amazing what we can accomplish <laughs> by choice, by choosing. Today, let's talk yeah. about how to attract money. I like it. You like I the like, topic? I do, and I like how direct it is. It's it's not, let's talk about abundance. It's like, no, cold, <laughs> hard cash. Don't beat around the bush. That's <laughs> what we're talking about today. Not when it comes to yeah. your change purse. And, I, and for some reason, it feels appropriate for going into the weekend. I'm not sure why, but... All right. (laughs) How do I track money? Yeah. Okay, look, intellectually, spiritually, physically, why is it that we are driven to increase? Because we are. It's it's part of being a human creative. There is a drive for increase, for abundance. The desire for increase is inherent in all of nature, first of all. And it's the basic impulse of the universe. All creators having a natural experience, their life pursuits are based on on the desire for increase, hmm. for more. Yes. And people look for more food. They look for more shelter, more clothing, more comfort, uh, more attractive things, more beauty, more wisdom, yeah. uh, more entertainment, more pleasure. And yeah. it goes on and on. All people desire an expanding territory and advancement hmm. because what does it do? It leads to more life. Right. It leads to more. And that's just the way we were created. But I like that you describe it as expansion and not just this mindless pursuit of stuff. It's a it's a very real, innate quality that we all have within us to want to expand, to grab a hold of more as much life as possible. Without expansion, without the, the drive and the desire and the hunger for more, actually there would we couldn't have joy. Mm. We couldn't have optimism right. and expectation for something new, yes. something exciting. So true, true. so expansion is what all human beings are seeking and it's the natural attribute of the original source substance in other words we all come into the natural with that mm. it's part of the genius within us that contains an original desire for well for a fuller expression for the creative self it's interesting too that when you look back a lot of times you can really see how culture and society they they really have these these mechanisms in place to teach us that it's 
greedy to want more. And so I love that, that you're really telling us, look, this is what we were originally into. This is a piece of our original intention of, of our source energy. You're you're noticing that there is an opposite to everything for every positive. There's a negative and that's, you know, it's built into society. There are mechanisms to, to counteract the the good thing. I love though, that this is a, um, you know, you're really helping us already just to say, you know what, this is, this is who we are. We need to embrace this piece of ourself and not, not see to some external negative entity. Yeah, knowing that, isn't, isn't that the, the truth for all things to yes. becoming better is, is looking at the nuts and the bolts, lifting mm. up the hood yeah. of the successful life to understand yeah. how things work. You Revelation know. knowledge. But then we close the hood and back up into get into the driver's <laughs> seat and just drive. enjoy the driving. <laughs> again. I like it. Yes. Well, no, but all of life is under the impulse for continual expansion. Mm. Because where the advancing life ends, when when we stop desiring, when we no longer dream and plan and look forward, decay is is the thing that sets in and it happens immediately. Mm. It takes the place of expansion. Where there's no expansion, there's contraction. So do you you think that there's no neutral in life that you can't uh, even really you can't even be stagnant it's either digression or that's right we're doing one or the other it's like the person that says well i just don't believe well you believe that (laughs) we come (laughs) that's part of who we are it's innate to us we come into the natural as believers we believe everything well i don't believe that well you believe you don't believe that we're always believing you cannot opt out of being a believer Mm. no more than you can opt out of expanding or contraction we're doing Mm. one nothing stays the same yeah Interesting. Um, another way of looking at it, it's the instinct. It's the instinct of the soul of of humankind to desire more, and so humans are forever desiring to expand, to increase, to advance our mind, body, and soul. The law of kinetic belief has been proven in quantum theory to be the original force for expanding the universe. In quantum mechanics, the universe began expanding at the very moment of the Big Bang or the moment of inflation. To expand, it just simply inherently means more, increase. It's defined by increase, of which we are by default part of. We're in the universe. It's how we were created. And so we're created from and in the image of expansion, of advancement. So today, I just want to talk specifically about money, <laughs> increase in money, and everybody just sat straight up. Okay, wealth, what? money. <laughs> did I did I hear you say? <laughs> yeah, you can sit back down, Megan. Well, and you know, and I love again, I love that we're just going at this in such a direct way because money is not a dirty word, and it is, and it's not something that you have to be greedy to get a hold of. Um, it's a tool, and it's a it's a it's a massive thing that we can you know, better understand and understand how to get it and then how to use it and best way to approach it. And it's just, it can be this really like anything though, right? Like Mm -hmm. anything else, it can be wonderful or it can be negative. Right. Money, money for a lot of people is a dirty word. Just like sex can be a dirty word or not. Just like uh, anything that you choose to, to, um, for destructive purposes can be, can be a dirty word, a bad thing for you. Look, there is a normal desire within human creatives for increased wealth. And it is, like you said, it's not a negative thing. It's simply the desire for a better, for more abundant life. It is a positive aspiration. Since increase is a normal desire and it is one of the most uh, instinctive, deepest characteristics of the nature of 
creatives having a natural experience. All human beings are attracted to whatever uh, gives them more of the requirements for advancing their lives. Mm, right. And you pointed out before, and I think you've you read a study that showed that we inherently are attracted to a... Uh, a fruit that's ripe and ready to eat in in the grocery store as yeah. opposed to one that's not, yes. something like that. Yeah, but it was a really interesting study where they just had people basically just say, choose, pick a pick a piece of fruit and um, just whichever you're drawn to is, is fine. And they would pick it. But every single time they would test all the fruit that was available. And that one, most of the time, would have the most sugar content, the highest calories. So somehow they knew that it was going to be the most beneficial to them. Isn't that amazing? And I just saw something, I think, a couple of days ago that mm-hmm. it said human beings um, instinctively know what snakes are poisonous and which ones are not. Wow. It's all about survival. and other, It's just <laughs> another way of saying, you know, we are attracted or um, uh, uh, repelled from whatever can either give us the requirements for advancing yeah. our lives or we're uh, mm. compelled to stay away from those things that will take our lives. Well, and that's a really nice point, isn't it? That we we shouldn't fight this idea of trusting our instincts. You know, you can you can trust yourself. We can trust ourselves in a, in a large way. And obviously we have these skills that we need to hone and these personalities that we want to perfect. But at the same time, this idea of trusting our instincts, knowing that that expansion is natural and good and can serve us well is, um, I think that's really exciting. Trusting the instinct that's good for us. There's also an instinct that will lead to destruction, Yes, <laughs> which is a whole nother topic. So, yeah. but um, it's nice, right? That isn't there one thing that's already in me that I can trust and we can trust expansion. I just think that's fabulous. We are creators created in the image of the ability to create. The Hadron Collider experiment of 2012 proved that there was a thinker, there is a chooser, there is an imagination that existed before the Big Bang, which thought of and desired a blueprint for all things within the universe. The God particle, or the Higgs field, is a substance that permeates all of space, and it's the field of creation that gives particles mass and creates a form according to a preconceived belief that existed before inflation. And so... Why is this important to us to even, you know, to talk about it to the extent that we do? It is only to the extent that it allows us to observe the process of creation. Mm. The exact same process that we use as human creatives to be able to create the lives that we're going to experience. We were created with the same ability to desire something, increase, to believe for it, and then see it manifest the same way that all that there is came into being. And it's from our creative center of belief that all of our increase is realized. It's from our creative center of belief from that we will attract money, that we will get money to come to us. In other words, the increase for our wealth, our health, our peace, joy, happiness, all those things advances from our creative center. In every action that we undertake, the person that acts while believing for increase changes their lives with increase. We become increase. Mm-hmm. It's like I've often said, you know, we don't have love. We are love. We become that. These things become us. We become health. We're not seeking to become healthy. We are health. We're love. We are abundance. We become prosperities. And these innate qualities then move out from our center of creative, uh, the creative self, to attract that thing which we're becoming. You were just telling us that the... That- the Hadron Collider that, that that 
concept and that experiment that you mentioned uh, frequently, that that really exposes the origins of creation, how Mm. it works, and then our undertaking of of manifesting and our process sort of reflects that as well. Um, And that has me wondering, is the process exactly the same for everyone or is it different with each singular person? And what makes me ask that is, a lot of times artists will say to another artist, what's your process? Because their creative process is wildly different to get to their end result. And I'm wondering if, if that can be overlaid with manifestation as well, attracting money. Sure. And you know, the, the, and, and I love that you are tying together creative process with attraction because, you know, there is an extension of the original self that we talk about being the creative part of us or the natural attribute or the genius of purpose that we are expressing through creativity. Mm. And that is different, inherently different for creatives. Yes. But what is the same is the identical way of attracting good things, that our best lives to us. There's no difference. And that's why we can go back when, to the Hadron Collider in quantum mechanics, quantum theory, and look at what has been observed in the laboratory to understand the, the thing that makes all of us alike. Mm-hmm. And that is the ability to, through the substance of belief, attract whatever it is that we are gratefully believing to receive in the present tense. Mm-hmm. So it's in every action that we undertake that the person that acts while believing for increase changes their lives with increase. Increase, look, it's a state of mind. It's it's not by the sweat of the brow that we work to increase. It's a state of mind. It's not just a wish for more money, for example. No, regardless of the action that we're engaged in, it doesn't matter, whatever it is. Even if it's leaving a tip for a server in a restaurant, (laughs) put the tip into the thought of increase. And I love that you use the particle accelerator as a, a, a an example already today because I thought it was sort of funny. I saw an article pop in this morning and it said that they just finished a newer, bigger, faster, stronger particle accelerator at CERN. And I just had to sort of laugh because, you know, even once you discover the God particle, you're still going to go, okay, what's next? And right. so that points to what you're saying today in every possible way, that expansion is always the desire for it. It's always going to be there. And to deny it is is to be de- totally dissatisfied. That's right. So since we are acknowledging that we all have the desire for increase, this is how it works. We're all engaged in an action, some kind of an action with everything that we do all day, every day. And mm-hmm. whatever it is that we're involved in. Yeah. Like I've said, leaving a tip for a server in a restaurant, put the tip in the thought of increase and make sure that you believe that your server is impressed with the thought of increase as well. Mm. Make sure that, you know, because if you're not believing that they're involved with the thought of increase, then something else is actually happening. Our awareness of the increase of our server, for example, and whatever we continually observe and believe is what we will attract. And so if, if I don't... If I don't tip my server because I want to have more, I want to have more money, Mm -hmm. um, then it's my belief in the decreasing of someone else for my gain, which is a negative source energetic based in the fear of not having enough that's going to continue to manifest me not having enough. In other words, if my way of increasing myself is to to short tip a a server, then it's the, the negative belief of decreasing my the server for my gain that's going to manifest continue to manifest in me not having enough so it's by being aware of the impression of my advancement with everything that i do in all things in leaving the tip in the restaurant 
so that every person that I come in contact with is going to receive the same life force impression that I am an advancing human being. And I'm going to also satisfy my desire to advance others that I encounter. And it's for my benefit that I'm doing this because it's for their benefit, but it's for mine. What's happening? I'm expectant. I'm grateful. And I'm unconditionally loving myself and I'm unconditionally loving those that I meet. If we want increase, be increase-minded in every direction. And are you also saying that the, that that heart motivation behind even doing the right thing is important as well? So not only is it just important to, to you know not stiff the waiter to make yourself richer, but it's also important to have the right motivation when you're giving them a big tip as well. Is That's that exactly it. It is vital to have the right motivation for everything that we do. Mm. If we're looking to uh, slight someone else for our own gain, it is done out of fear that if I don't do that, or if I don't inflict some harm, or if I don't take from them, then mm-hmm. I'm not going to gain. That is a negative energetic that is going to manifest the very thing that we're fearful of. And it seems like that um, importance that you're putting on motivation would also bleed over into when you do, let's let's continue to use the tip analogy. When you do tip your waiter above and beyond um, to do it with their increase in mind and not out of concern of, oh, what are they going to think of me? I don't know. Just I'm just saying that I love this idea that it's not just what you believe about yourself, but you're, leave, you're believing the best for everyone around you, everywhere you go, sort of creating this really nice cloud of, of, advancement and abundance just all around you at all times. We are blessed to be a blessing is another mm. way of saying it. Yeah. We will increase so that we can increase. It's I increasing like all. KB Creative gives the energetics of favor to others for increase and becomes wealthy with happiness and joy and peace and prosperity and money and all those things. A competitor takes advantage of others for increase and the increase comes with sorrow when we do that. Always project the image of increase to every person that we deal with. Mm. Well, how do we do this? Uh, Say that one more time, will you, please? We want to always project the image of increase to every person that we deal with, everyone we come in contact with in in regards to whatever uh, type of interaction it may be. We want to project increase to everyone that we're dealing with. So there is a way that we do this. Well, And I have a quick question about that. Why do you think that is so powerful? Because we talk all the time about self, looking within, thinking the right thing about yourself, doing the right thing for yourself. And so I'm wondering, where where is the power in in wishing the best for others and expecting the best for others beyond your sphere of influence. Because we're dealing with one single singularity of energetic, which is positive for increase, for life, for advancement. Mm-hmm. And, you, and to not do that is to be, to understand it as being double-minded. Mm-hmm. I cannot... Uh, seek on one hand to afflict another while seeking the best of myself. It's a double-minded pursuit. We're harboring two different energetics there. One's negative, one's positive. And and it always results in the manifestation of the negative thing. Mm. Fear trumps uh, uh, faith. And it always becomes that. We we cannot be double-minded where these things are concerned. So we're looking to be a blessing or to be something good to all that we encounter. That's unconditional love. You can't say that I unconditionally love me, but I don't you and benefit from that. Well, and I really like that you're making this distinction, too, between not just... uh not doing harm, but you're actually saying, no, go above and beyond. Put those positive energetics that are very purposed and with the right motivation toward others. How exciting that 
that we even have another tool like that because it is it seems like that would supercharge this this manifesting money velocity that you're talking about today. kindness love smiling having joy we communicate the impression of advancing and increasing by first holding the belief and imagination that, you know what, I'm always increasing. I'm always advancing. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it with a person who's advancing and increasing? You don't run out. You have enough. You are always increasing and advancing. So you can't run out if you are increasing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is dangerous I, my, to be cheap. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, but, you know, to be cheap is a way to... Advance with sorrow, but it, and it doesn't lead to your best life. Mm. You will gain some more, but whatever you gain with sorrow, you can lose tomorrow. Mm. Part of my morning routine of, of getting ready for the day is my visualizations to uh, increase that I do with my journal, just like you do. And so I meditate to imagine myself being better today than I was yesterday, stronger today, healthier, happier, filled with joy and peace, yeah. advancing in all these different areas. And so, and we talk about it. We, you know, we, we'll get together at, at night before before sleep, and we say, "Okay, this is the kind of day we are going to have tomorrow." I yeah. can't wait for Friday <laughs> to get here tomorrow because it's going to be the best day we've ever had in our life. And then we get up on that morning, and like, it's here. It's finally here, and mm-hmm. and we're ready to to jump into it. And so we're communicating that expectation not only to ourselves but each other. And but I review my day. And I imagine doing all those tasks that we've talked about effectively, successfully, and with positive energy. I can't wait. No, it doesn't matter what it is, but I'm going to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. doing the dishes, driving the car, running an errand, writing some more uh, material, whatever I'm doing. And so, and, and then I go and I make eye contact with myself in the mirror and I remind myself of those things. And my self-belief for increase, look, it has to be intentional as I let my desire inspire and feel and permeate every action that I imagine to undertake today, right now. Not next week, not next month, not when we travel to a different place or not after something happens or I get the check in the mail or <laughs> I get the phone call that I hope to get. When None of those things. That's now and it's in the present tense that I'm grateful for these things. So I purpose to do everything that I do, not with dread. Dread is a negative energetic, but I do it with eagerness and with the determination that my conviction is now for increase. Mm-hmm. I am increase. I'm not looking to increase. I am increase. Right. Remember to always be grateful. You know, I can't say that enough. I think that's one of the things and attributes that KB creatives must aspire to and to do it on purpose, to always be grateful every single day, determined to feel like we're becoming wealthy. And since we are prosperous, we are advancing other people to become prosperous. And for that, I am so grateful, my goodness. Well, I want to point out too that you just took us through this really interesting process of describing the day that you're going to have tomorrow, but you were describing it in, in sort of this having gratitude for the day that will happen tomorrow in this expectant way. And I love, I just love how you, it really made me think of, you know, in the, in the sports movies, they're in the, people are in the locker room before the game or at halftime and they're just becoming so stirred up in these intentions. And it was really revealing as you were talking, just the power of, of stirring yourself up. 
emotionally stirring yourself up with gratitude, with positivity. And that is required. If, you, if you're not willing to sort of dig deep and have these stir, stir myself up moments, um, those locker room pep talk moments, it, it really probably just isn't going to happen because that's, I just think it's so powerful. It sounds so simple. Stir yourself up with these thoughts and but ideas. But it's not. But and it's it, not. That's a great point. You know, you want that, you want that uh, pep rally every single morning. And yeah. you're right. It doesn't just happen. If you're not pep rallying yourself, well, somebody else is going to have to show up and do it for you. Well, it you doesn't just happen. You did it at night and in the morning. Right. So, I mean, this is something that's happening a lot, and all the time. And throughout the day. Yes. Always being grateful for this, grateful for that, grateful for the good parking space, grateful yeah. for the bad one because I get to walk uh, uh, further than I ordinarily uh, yeah. would. Everything, I'm grateful <laughs> for like all it. of it. The rain, the sunshine. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's no condition that I'm waiting for. Mm-hmm. I'm already centered in the condition of yeah. gratitude. And how exciting that you can tailor, make those those stirring up processes for yourself and that gratitude for the thing. If it's money, you can stir yourself up in the idea of how wealthy you are and how wealthy everyone that knows you will be. And, and you can sort of tailor it to exactly. And again, that's why the journal is so powerful because that's sort of this, like you already said, that's, that's what you're using to stir yourself up. Right. Well, if we wait until we become prosperous before we'll be generous, then we, we're not advancing. Mm-hmm. Advancing is now. Advancing isn't something that we're going to do. I'm advancing right now in this moment. Yeah. And so, look, mm-hmm. a KB creative successfully shepherds their wealth before they see it manifest. And we do it by guiding and advancing our imaginations in, in a particular direction. Again, it's done on purpose. It's kind of like the pep rally. It doesn't just happen. We stir it up. We get our backs into it and we get excited and we jump up and down if we have to and look at your, look yourself in the eye and tell you uh, uh, who you expect yourself to be Mm. today Mm. and make it, put a demand on that. Just like we put a demand on our piece. Look, on the other side of this, let me just interject here and say, make sure that you're not boastful of your advancing self because manifesting belief is never boastful. That's the wrong energetic, to be boastful. Boastful people are competitors who are actually doubtful. Uh, A boastful person is actually afraid that what what they're wishing for is not going to come to pass for them. And so that they, they just want to pretend, they masquerade by yeah. saying, you know, uh, this, this is the person that takes a picture of themselves in front of someone else's jet and say, look, I've made it. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. Words are not necessary to be able to communicate our advancing, prosperous attitude toward other people. Hmm. Um, boasting is not necessary. Other people are going to sense our increase when they are in our presence. There's an energetic to, a pos- to positivity, to, to the positive reinforcement of expectations that's palatable, that you don't have to talk about, you don't have to speak to other people about. Purposeful kinetic believers never, ever lose sight of the vision of our desire, um, of what we imagine to manifest. KB uh, creatives... Uh, we have we have the ability to sustain our thoughts. It's an ability only because we practice it. Everybody has the same ability. But we're working at sustaining thoughts of one belief, which generates the attracting energetics for attracting money and wealth into our lives. And that energy, like I began by saying today, according to quantum theory, it attracts the circumstances to change in our lives according to the very thing that we are anticipating and expecting and pep rallying ourselves up for each day. Um, I have a quick question about 
um, sort of the generosity factor that's that's in here. We we talked just a moment ago about not being afraid to tip, you know, in, with the idea of keeping your money in mind. Um, what would you say to anybody out there that's thinking, well, I can't just give all my money away. I can't just be so generous and, and grateful for what's coming, but that's not here yet that I can't pay my bills. You know, how do I balance that? Well, my qu- first question would be, why would you give all your money away? What did you do to make yourself fall out of love with you? What are you doing that have said, you know what, I I choose to give everything that I have away and to the benefit of others while disregarding myself. No, this is part, the part of the equation of this is you're unconditionally loving yourself. So you're, you're providing for yourself with the finances and the increase as well as other people. Mm-hmm. It's about being generous. It's, a, it's not about being reckless. Mm-hmm. It's what I would say to that person. Yeah. And there's an ulterior motive to the person that says, I'm going to divest myself of everything because I'm believing for increase. Right. Now, There is a caveat to that. I would say, and I know people that have done this, that have given away great amounts of wealth. And with the right attitude, attracted even more back in an abundance. But I'm just saying it always goes back to like we were talking about. What's the motive? What is the heart condition, the heart Mm -hmm. issue? What's the motive behind doing that? Is it to impress others? Is it to be a challenge to the law of attraction? Mm -hmm. To see if something really works? Well, why do you need to see if it really works? Are you fearful that it won't? (laughs) Well, if there's a fear in there involved in that, then you're going to attract the thing that you fear. So with your generosity, it sounds like there needs to be a a high level of of authenticity in everything that you're participating in to, Mm. to, to find that balance. Correct. Look, there's a correct way of thought, the positive way of how we think that produces increase. For example, again, what is the motive for desiring increase to begin with? Mm. You know, is it to be a show off? Is it to have more than somebody else has? Are you, what is the motive behind that? Make certain that the objective for increase is never to seek power over other people. The abuse of your dominion, which is simply our sovereignty to make decisions as creative human beings. It's an abuse of our dominion to rule over other people. (laughs) I mean, that's, I don't know how else to say that. If the motive is rulership, the abuse of dominion moves us from creative increase, uh, in other words, best life abundance, it moves us to competitive gain, which comes with sorrow. In other words, whatever's gained from the abuse of dominion will be lost tomorrow. A, a, look, a desire that seeks to enslave or to master over other people is a negative competitive desire. And the competitive mind operating in the substance of fear, it's not the creative one. In competition, an attempt to advance our life in any way becomes a matter of chance and speculation. And so advancing the mind, body, and soul to enjoy a life of increase is an exact way of purposeful kinetic belief. And it's not just by chance, by you know being a victim. You'll win one day and you'll lose another day. No, it's purposeful kinetic belief that advances us mind, body, and soul. Each of us showed up here in the natural on this earth for the purpose of abundant life increase. And the only thing that can prevent abundant life increase from manifesting is a belief that we will not increase in the right, just, and good way. The, which we talked about a little while ago, the God particle of creation, it upholds all things. And as such, every single person is immersed into the substance of things that they're hoping for in this life. Now, it's whether or not we choose to shepherd our original creative selves 
that's going to determine if we're going to advance or not, if we're going to attract money or not, if we're going to, what the kind of life that we're going to experience. In quantum theory, it is the same thing as, as going for a swim. We wade into the water and we become drenched with the substance of water. The water is not in some distant place. Um, it's all around us. And likewise, the substance of things that we're hoping for is around us, and it's on us, and it's in us. And so the only purpose of the substance is to saturate us with the opportunity for our original genius of purpose. Our purposeful good desires for increase, to have money and wealth, is all that's required in order to advance and to attract those things. Doubt it, uh, fear that you won't have it, and... In, in quantum theory, you remain dry, even though it's as close as your breath. It, it doesn't become you. If you have any doubt, if you have the wrong energetics, or like you were saying, the wrong motive. However, believe without doubting and continue to believe and do it from a position of gratitude and unconditional love for all and continue to believe in that. Act as though you're swimming in the substance already. Be grateful for how wonderful the pool of our attraction is. And our kinetic belief is going to attract the imagination of our desire. However, resist the, the misconception that our perfected increase has got to come from some faraway place or that we have to take it from somebody else. or We have to go out and, and work harder than everybody else to make it. And I'm telling you, the bounty of riches, which is as close as your breath, will remain elusive all the days of your life. So shepherd that. That seems to be a word that keeps coming up. Shepherd it. Direct it. Which that which cannot be seen with an imaginative belief and the increase of abundance is going to flow to follow you and to manifest in your life. What would you say to the person that's, that's listening? They're thinking, you know, I'm on board with all this. I get it. I want to do this. However, you know, that, that competitive spirit, that competitive nature is, is what drives me. And it's, it's what makes me the most money. Honestly, if I look back, um, how do they, um, equalize that idea in, in relation to what you're saying? You know, the creative versus the competitive. Well, it's like you were saying earlier, you know, there is an abuse of a word or a, a wrong use of it like money being a dirty word or money being a good word mm -hmm. and com competition is the same way there is a proper way of competition and an improper way competition that seeks to take advantage of another person is the wrong energetic for attracting your best life it'll mm -hmm. come with sorrow however competition in of itself is therefore a good purpose and a good reason yeah. we compete with ourselves, and just like i was saying earlier today's going to be better than yesterday well, I'm competing with yesterday, and I'm going to win. Right. I'm going to get. I'm going to be stronger, yeah. healthier, better, advancing. Advancing yeah. is a way of leaving behind yeah. an opponent. It's inspiring. It's inspiring, yeah. and that kind of competition. It, competition is there to motivate, mm -hmm. but it has to be the right kind of competition rather than the wrong. Interesting how motive keeps coming up through this entire teaching today. Just the motive of gratitude, the motive of tipping, the motive of competition. That's that's an interesting thing to attach to the idea of attracting wealth and abundance. Modem can be looked at, motive can mm -hmm. be looked at as the foundation of visualizations. Uh, mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with a, a, a friend of mine. We went out to breakfast actually with a couple yesterday morning um, and over breakfast, he, he has a PhD in, in geophysical sciences and he, he's a quantum particle physicist. And we were discussing how the discovery of the God particle, the Higgs boson field, was inevitable because it had been theorized by Peter Higgs uh, back in 1964. And my friend's belief was that, and he said that uh, 
You know, once something has been theorized, he said, Stephen, if, even if researchers aren't in agreement, he believes uh, uh, that it's only a matter of time and investigation before the theory will be proven. Hmm. And that it's the power of kinetic belief. In other words, in this universe, a subjective belief held as a belief long enough will eventually align with the mathematics for proof as an objective reality for those who are doing the searching, that are doing the experiments. Right. Interesting. So in other words, a subjective belief, and today we're talking about money. I, I'm believing for increase in money and wealth. That's my subjective belief. Yeah. It's not objective until everybody else can see it, but I can see it. So yes. it's subjective to me, but because it's my subjective belief and I'm holding that thought form through my guided journal without fail, it makes it true. It's making that thing true for me. Who's enthusiastically believing it to be true. This is how quantum entanglement works. That's how this universe works. This is how we live our best lives. Observation changes things. Belief, gratefully sustained, will change your life. John Lubbock was an English philanthropist and a scientist in the late 1800s, and he made significant contributions in archaeology and, and several branches of biology. Lubbock, he, he's the one that coined the terms Paleolithic and Neolithic, in, which are used today to um, denote the difference between the Old and the New Stone Ages, respectively. I mean, can you imagine, as, and we've talked about this, can you imagine as an archaeologist being able to distinguish between tools that were made over 3 million years ago and those that were fashioned 12,000 years ago, and you, you <laughs> dig them up out of the ground and, oh, this is 3 million years old. This, oh, this is only 12,500 years old. I mean, that's the ability to dig something out of the ground and recognize some kind of a timestamp difference of almost three million years. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. <laughs> well, unless we first develop a belief for what we expect to find, the manifestation of the find will most likely remain elusive. In other words, have you ever noticed it's the paleontologist that's looking for dinosaur bones that usually finds them? <laughs> I mean, why, why don't you and I go out here and go on a hike and trip over a T-Rex skull? <laughs> It just doesn't usually happen. I mean, every once in a while, a kid out playing will stumble over something like that, but not, not as often as the paleontologist will. Hmm. John Lubbock was referring to kinetic belief when he said, what we see depends mainly on what we look for. There kinetic belief. There it is. The power of manifestation. What are you looking for? What are you seeking? Quantum theory. Yeah. What is the theory that you've written? Yeah. What did Peter Higgs pen in 1964? Have you written the theory of your financial wealth? Because if you do, it, you will find it. Well, and a, if you don't, it will remain elusive to you. Well, that's a really great thing to tether to expectation because expectations can be incredibly subtle and they can even exist within you without you quite realizing it. You can expect to be as poor tomorrow and as broke tomorrow as you are today and just not realize that, that you've, you've been housing and even protecting and nurturing that expectation. So having some kind of disruption where you purposely and mindfully tether yourself to these very real different and new expectations, like you're saying, that's that's how you discover the treasure. That's how you seek and find something different. That's a great point. You know, we're writing theory. When you complain about something, you're writing the theory that's going to uh, be proven. Mm. 
when you are uh, speaking words of encouragement and blessing and increase, you're writing the theory, which is going to be proven. It will come to you, whatever it is that you're looking for. If you are the paleontologist of a treasure trove of finances and money and increase, you're going to trip over the skull of that. It's just a matter of time. I like that. But if you're not looking for it, you'll, you're, yeah. you're just, you might randomly happen upon it, but yeah. you'll lose it as quickly as it comes. Look, when we begin attracting wealth, never, ever again consider poverty. Don't read about some kind of a failing economy or you know, how many people are, are jobless today. Those things are of no significance to you and I. Have no conversations with anybody regarding any less amount of wealth than that of greatness, of the amount that you're looking to attract in your life. Only, only conform your thoughts to more than enough provision for you. Create that theory that you are going to wait for time to manifest and prove to you that already exists. Only conform your thoughts to those things in your kinetic belief. Our kinetic belief will begin attracting to expand our territory when we no longer subject strong feelings of apathy and and sympathy or fear of lack. Original substance is never in lack. There's more than enough in this universe. There's more than enough in the, uh, the God particle, the Higgs field, to produce and attract and create whatever it is that you could ever imagine to believe to receive. A diminishing sphere of influence begins with a strong feeling of not having enough. So stay away from that. Don't listen to that anymore. Re- look, reasonings is how most people fail in this life. We, we have one uh, determined pep rally, and then we start reasoning with it. Well, you know, maybe I was uh, expecting too much out of myself today, and we'll just, you know, we'll just wait and see what happens. Reasonings. Reasonings internalize the, the debate between our original purpose and we, we are debating it now with uh, fear of expansion, fear of not having enough, confusion, indecision. All those things, ultimately, fear will attract that which is feared. It always brings it in, just like the thing that we're hoping for will attract what we hope to receive. Don't give access to any negative information, regardless of who it comes from, that will be a contradiction to our imagined abundance. And that's how we attract money. You know, that's really powerful how what you, how you what you just said, it really links back to how you began the podcast today, which is to not, you really you really taught us, don't allow yourself to, to have these thoughts of, I'll be happy when, I will feel abundant when. I'm always putting abundance and, and those, those positive energetics off into the future, waiting for money or something to show up. And I feel that sort of wraps everything up together. And this wonderful bode today about about talking talking about abundance and advancement. And and it seems like the theme was really pulling everything into this moment, pulling all the gratitude into this moment, all of your generosity into this moment, um, and making sure that every day is 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 just filled to the brim with these with these um, circumstances that you're creating. I am always so excited for every KB created because what we're talking about is not a respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. It happens for anybody and for everybody yeah. that should choose to do this. Yes. If you are living and breathing, if you're listening to this, you're created in the image of the creator itself with all of these abilities to do exactly what we're talking about. 
Exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So in your pep rallying moments in the evening and in the morning, make sure that you're edifying your beliefs. Mm-hmm. You're encouraging yourself. Make sure that you are championing yourself. Make sure that you are fashioning the parade for you to get yourself up. and Grab yourself by the earlobe if you need to. March yourself right out there into the front of the parade and lead your successful <laughs> self right through the day, every day, celebrating what you imagine to be becoming right now in the present tense. And one of my favorite things about the the pep rally mentality that you just mentioned is that many times when you begin that stirring up process, you don't feel it. You don't feel it at all. The the positive emotions aren't there. You're groggy. Maybe it's even before coffee, God forbid. And <laughs> But I just love that it's sort of this tried and true process. The more you do it, the more you rely on it. The more you realize that this is foolproof and it will work and it works every single time. If I stir myself up in gratitude and these positive expectations, it does work work. I'm just going to take the medicine whether I feel like it or not, and it's going to work. Always does. Let's work on some guided positive thought forms. Just say this out loud. Say, my life is full of abundance. My life is full of abundance. Prosperity comes to me. Prosperity comes to me. Easily and effortlessly. Easily and effortlessly. I am increasing myself. I'm increasing myself. And all those things that I've chosen to shepherd. And all those things that I've chosen to shepherd. Every day I am attracting. Every day I'm attracting. More and more abundance into my life. More and more abundance into my life. I choose to believe. I choose to believe that I'm attracting great wealth. That I'm attracting great wealth. Everything that I touch. Everything that I touch is turning into wealth. Is turning into wealth. My life is full of unlimited abundance. My life is full of unlimited abundance. I attract so that I can give. I attract so I can give from my abundance. From my abundance. I attract so that I will always have more than enough. I attract so that I will always have more than enough. And I'm shepherding. And I'm shepherding my abundance. My abundance. Wow, what a powerful podcast that was today. Um, Show me the money. (laughs) I love it. Well, thanks, Steve, uh, for all the wisdom today. And if if anyone is interested in that guided journal, it's available at stephenkenyon.com. All right. Sending out much love to all the KB creatives all over the world. Yeah, um, see you after the weekend. Bye.